When you feel so overwhelmed that you have no idea what to do and you're paralyzed, what do you do? How do you get out of it so you can get back to work, get back in action, and do what you need to do as a leader? I'm going to tell you the number one strategy for nonprofit leaders to help you get out of overwhelm and get back in action. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. Let me start with a little story. The other day, I was having a fabulous day. I felt energized. I felt on top of things. I felt organized, felt good. I go into a call with someone who is giving me some help actually on updating my website. Amazing call. We went through some of the things I need to do, some of the suggestions she had, and I was just like making notes and feeling like, yeah, I'm going to do that, take that on, absolutely have to do that. You know, all of these tasks that I had to do. We get off the call and I immediately like feel my energy, feel it's dropped. I feel this sense of dread, uh, overwhelmed, don't know what to do. I've got a whole list of things I should be moving on to. I've got time before my call start for the day. Should go have a quick snack, get at it. And I can't. I'm just like stuck. And so what did I do? Well, this is not what I recommend you do. But my guess is it's what many of us do. I went, I grabbed a bag of chips. I went outside and sat in my gazebo and ate the chips. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what on earth is going on? How did I go from feeling engaged and excited and energized to done? Can't think straight, can't move myself forward, can't take on the next task. So I sat there for a while, kind of numb, kind of unable to move forward, kind of stuck. And it was like, what is this? And I just paid attention to my body, let the thoughts kind of just roam and kind of pay attention to the thoughts. And then I came back inside and I grabbed the book that I often grab when I'm not quite sure what's going on. I grabbed Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. One of the things that I know about emotional intelligence, you know, making sure that we're recognizing and managing our emotions is that we need to name it to tame it. So when we are trying to become more emotionally intelligent, we generally look at the, you know, the four basic emotions, happy, sad, mad, glad, doesn't always help. I knew I wasn't happy. I knew it wasn't quite sad. I wasn't mad and glad wasn't the the answer either. So I had to get more granular. It's called emotional granularity. I had to get more granular in my emotions and figure out what is this? So handy dandy emotional reference guide, I pull out Brene Brown's book. I'm going to read you a couple definitions from Brene Brown's book to help you understand what I went through, but also to help you understand what you're going through. So let's look at stressed first. We feel stressed when we elevate environmental demand as beyond our ability to cope successfully. This includes elements of unpredictability, uncontrollability, and feeling overloaded. So what she goes on to say, and this is, I think, the important part, our emotional reaction is more tied to our cognitive assessment of whether we can cope. So when we're stressed, it's, do I believe I can handle this? Can I get through it? Like there's lots going on, but I got a plan. I feel like I'm, you know, on the edge, but in my brain, I think I can cope. So let's shift to Brene Brown's definition of overwhelmed. 
Overwhelmed means an extreme level of stress, an emotional and or cognitive intensity to the point of feeling unable to function. Hmm, that one landed for me. And maybe that lands for you. It's when we're unsure of what to do next. What needs to be done, somebody might ask? Well, responding with organized thoughts feels impossible. It's also when I can get really crappy, Brene Brown says, and think to myself, if I had the wherewithal to figure out what comes next and how we need to approach all of this, I wouldn't be rocking around in circles crying and talking to myself. We've all felt that, right? Where we are so overwhelmed that we are walking in circles. We can't figure it out. We don't even know what to do next. What I realized in that moment when I read those definitions was I went from feeling stressed and thinking I could handle everything on my plate to feeling overwhelmed and unable to think that I could handle it, unable to figure out what I needed to do next. The next day, I had a client who came onto a call and she was visibly overwhelmed, frazzled, you know, just kind of like shaking her hands were like going to her head. She just couldn't even pull herself together to kind of get a sentence out to tell me what was going on or what was happening. And so I said to her, just listen for a moment. And I pulled out Brene's book. I often pull out the, the book on a call to help people understand their feelings and emotions. I read her that definition of overwhelm. And immediately she's like, that's me. I get it. I can't even figure out what to do next. I'm so stuck. I'm so exhausted and overwhelmed that it just feels like there's a billion things on my to-do list. I don't even know where to start. Don't even know how to delegate. Don't even know how to ask for help. Don't even know what to do. If that's where you're feeling or if you've ever experienced this, the question is, what do you do? How do you get from this feeling of overwhelm to back on track? If you know my work, you know that I talk about using the inner guidance cycle. If you don't know my work, let me explain, but you can also find out more in my book, Mastering Confidence. The inner guidance cycle, pause, ponder, pivot, proceed, helps us access that inner wisdom. So when we're feeling frantic and overwhelmed, maybe it's stressed, maybe it's angry, maybe it's bitter, we don't know. What we need to do is pause. We need to stop which is what I did. I stepped away from the computer and went outside. The chips weren't necessary, but that was an added bonus perhaps or not. But we need to pause. We need to slow down, take a deep breath, walk away from the computer, just stop doing, you know, the hamster circle because that's what we're doing. We're round and round and round. We're on that merry-go-round. How whatever metaphor you want to use, we're just in this spinning cycle. And sometimes we're spinning out of control or spinning or going, digging ourselves deeper. We need to just pause. So that's the first step. The second step is to ponder, which is what I did when I grabbed the book. I'm like, what is going on here? What's happening? What's happening inside of me? What's happening around me? My client did the pondering with me on the call. We were like, what's going on? Reading her the definition helped her to ponder and think about what's happening. So we pause, we ponder, and then we pivot. And by pivoting, we start to go, whoa, this is not how I want to feel. What do I need to do? We're going to go to the pivot part in a moment. But before we get there, I want to backtrack all the way to pause. There's the number one strategy for dealing with overwhelm is what I did. It's that pause. Pausing is the most important part. Then we need to ponder, then we need to pivot, and then we need to proceed. 
Let's go back to pause for a moment because this is where the number one strategy for dealing with overwhelm sits. I'm gonna give you three steps when we get to that pivot stage of how to tactfully deal with the overwhelm. But before we get there, we wanna get to what's the underlying thing we need to do. So we're gonna go back to Brene Brown's book for a moment and we're going to read from it where she references John Kabat-Zinn's work. John Kabat-Zinn describes overwhelm as the all too common feeling that our lives are somehow unfolding faster than the human nervous system and psyche are able to manage it well. And so it's just unraveling. His suggestion is non-doing, or what he says is mindful play, no agenda, nothing. So what we need to do when we feel that overwhelm is not jump immediately into planning and figuring it out and doing all of this stuff, because honestly, our minds are so numb, we can't do that. It is to step back and do nothing. That's that pause piece. I stepped back into my gazebo. My client stepped into the session for a moment and, you know, she wanted to dive into figuring out her to-do list. And I'm like, just wait, let's stay here for a minute. And we just paused. Sometimes that's just doing something like going for a walk. You know, if it's doodling, perhaps it's doodling for you. Maybe it's just try not to shift TV or social media, but do nothing. Like step back and just do nothing for a few minutes. That's what's going to help your nervous system settle down and regain control of it because you're just all over the place and you need to bring yourself back. Maybe it's a mindfulness break. Maybe it is a walk. Maybe it is doing some doodling. Maybe it's going and making your lunch or cooking spaghetti, but it's getting away from what's happening even for a few moments so that you can regain that stability, that inner stability in you. From there, we go from pause, ponder what's going on, what's happening, to the pivot place. The pivot place is where I want to give you the three steps now to getting back into to gear after you've kind of settled down that overwhelm. The point here in pivot is really to shift your mindset. Your mindset before was, I cannot do this. That's why you've shifted from stress to overwhelmed. You've went to, I can handle it, I'm busy, there's lots going on, to holy crap, I don't know what I'm doing. And so it's shifting that mindset now to being back in control of your to-do list, your schedule, your, your capacity to cope with everything you've got. So there are three steps you need to do for this. The first step is to do a brain dump. Literally dump out everything that you've got going on in your brain. With my client, she started with her to-do list and I didn't let her get into the, to the weeds of it. I'm like, just the topics, what's going on? Dump it all down. This might be on a Google Doc, it might be on a piece of white paper, might be on a bunch of sticky notes, but get it from your brain out of your brain, do a quick brain dump. Then start to create lists. And by lists, I mean multiple lists. It might be that part of the brain dump, and this is a really important part, part of the brain dump was the work you've got to do. The other part of the brain dump really might be around what else is going on in your personal life. Maybe there's some physical things you're dealing with. Maybe there's stuff going on with your kids or your marriage that you're dealing with. In this situation, my client was planning an event for a family member as well. You know, maybe you're going back to school or there's other stuff happening for you. What's going on that's that's above and beyond just the to-do list for work? 
That's why it's important to remember that this brain dump is literally dumping your brain out. It's not just the list for work, it's everything because that's all contributing to your overwhelm. You may be able to handle what's going on in your nine to five, but man, if you've got a whole bunch of other stuff going on at the end of the day, it's also sucking that energy at the end of the day. And you got to rein that back in so that you're capable of doing all of this. If this is really resonating with you, you may be wondering, how do I stop doing this? How do I stop getting to survival mode all the time where I'm barely hanging on? I'm afraid I'm going to drop the ball on something. Always feel like I'm floundering. Never can feel like there's a sense of balance. I want to get out of survival mode and I want to move to thriving in both my leadership and life. I want to find a sense of I feel confident and capable in doing what I'm doing. I want to get to the place where I feel like I'm making a difference, doing the work I was meant to do, and I want some time and energy left for the rest of my life. How do I move from surviving to thriving in both my leadership and life? I've got a guide sheet for you that helps you identify where you are on that continuum from surviving to thriving and how you move along it. If you want that guide sheet, I'll make sure I put the link in the notes so that you can grab it, identify where you are, and start to create your plan to move forward. So brain dump, create your lists. And on your lists, look at the next steps that you've got to do, what's already been done. Start to, again, shift this mindset from, oh my God, it's a mess, to, hey, I got some things figured out. These are the next steps I got to do. This is, you know, you start to see the map, the plan for the future. This is where you're creating that sense of hope that you're you're starting to see the pathways that you can use to get to, to that destination. The third step is really to start creating that plan. I'm going to move this in here. I'm going to cross this off my calendar. I'm going to ask for help here. I'm going to start this task in this way. I'm going to ask for an extension on the deadline there. And you start to see how you can go back from overwhelmed to maybe being stressed to maybe feeling like you're back in control. The way I started was when I was doing my brain dump was also cleaning up the clutter, both in my physical world. I had lists and sticky notes and ideas that I had to kind of put in order, as well as the clutter in my digital world. So I hadn't responded to some of the emails, I fired some of those off, got that cleaned up, got rid of the clutter, and that helped the brain dump sort of go, okay, well, that is dealt with. And I started to see what was real, what was imaginary, and what I still had to deal with. And then just like my client did, I started to create the lists, the next steps, and I started to feel myself get back into action. I moved from that feeling of being numb and overwhelmed and stressed, and I started to proceed forward, which is that fourth step of the inner guidance cycle. Pause, pond, pivot, shift your mindset, shift the way you're feeling, shift your perspective, and then proceed back into action. But the number one thing we need to do, the very first step that we have to take when we're feeling overwhelmed is to pause, take our hands off the keyboard, get away from the Zoom call and do nothing. We really need to let our bodies get back to that equilibrium. We got to stop vibrating. We need to step back, take some deep breaths, let everything settle for a moment so we have that clearer vision. When you feel overwhelmed, pause, stop, do nothing. Ponder, do that brain dump, let everything settle, figure out what's going on, pivot, shift your mindset, and then you'll be able to proceed back into action. That's how you access that inner wisdom so you can shift from being overwhelmed and unable to cope to back to feeling like you are a strong, capable, confident leader. And that's, my dear, how you're going to move from surviving to thriving in both your leadership and life. Go make the rest of your day awesome, my dear. 
If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the Training Library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. Awesome.